Hi, and welcome to the Virtually Yours podcast, Outsourcing Mysteries Exposed, the no BS hustle-free podcast for business owners who outsource or provide outsourcing services. I'm your host, Rosie Shiloh, virtual assistant advocate and owner of Virtually Yours, the virtual assistant network. Let's get started. All right. Welcome everyone to today's podcast, the case of the leveraged lady. I'm going to call it. I've got Renee Hasseldine here, the leverage queen. She's leveraged and loving it. And I wanted to talk to her today about mistakes people make in their business that are stopping them from being awesomely leveraged. Welcome Renee. Thank you so much for having me. It's great to be here. So before um, we continue any further, I talk about mistakes people make in leverage. I'm just going to name the elephant in the room and talk about mistakes people make in podcasts. Oh, I hate you. <laughs> um, excuse me, podcast hosts, please make sure you press record. I'm just going to let you guys fill in the blanks from that. Completely unrelated to what we're doing here today. Completely. <laughs> it has nothing to do with Rosie Shiloh. No, no, no. I've never done anything like that before. <clears throat> <clears throat> Moving right along. (laughs) That lovely elephant just stampeding through. I'm going to see if I'm going to find a graphic of an elephant just stampeding through (laughs) the screen. (laughs) Awkward. (laughs) Lucky we know each other. We're just going to get that out of the way. Now I can just be normal again. Yeah, yeah. And we're just going to, you know, we're just going to share all that genius that we've already shared. Pretend like nothing ever happened. Yeah, yeah, right. So. So today, um, I have epically failed to leverage my time by not <laughs> So give me some other ideas, some other things that people do <laughs> that are not helping them leverage in business. Some, and I'm pretty sure you will have um, actually done a lot of these, yes? And you see yeah, well, yeah, the biggest feeling. mistakes that I've made are kind of the, other, the mistakes that I see other people making as well. So, um, and, you know, Jokes aside, I do want to say that I highly, highly respect Rosie for being completely leveraged and loving it because she does work two days a week and has a six-figure business, which is just fantastic. So, you know, screw you to the hustle because Rosie Shiloh is making it work. She's working it. <laughs> working it, baby. Working Thank you, it. <laughs> Even if she does have to record podcasts twice because she forgets to press record, she still works two days a week. <laughs> I know. Imagine I'd be like world domination if I actually recorded things that I was supposed to be recording when I was supposed to be recording them. Mm. Imagine that. (laughs) Amazing. 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 So um, let's, I think we'll kind of take a step back as well, Rosie, because, because some people might not know what I'm talking about when I talk about leverage. So let's clarify that first. So for me, leverage is, uh, working less and making more money. Mm. It's and, and therefore, for me, that means having more fun because we're working on the stuff that we love and we're doing the stuff that we enjoy with people that we love to work with, the way that we love to work, the way that kind of fills our tank and makes us feel awesome about life and our business. So that, that to me is leverage and loving it. And that's what I aspire to in my business and that's what I aim to help my clients to create for themselves as well. So, yeah. Perfect. That's kind of what, what we're aiming for. So yeah. the mistakes people make around that first one mm-hmm. comes down to my biggest 
my biggest self-sabotage strategy for like the first <laughs> you, 16 years I love years that you have a self-sabotage strategy. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> SSS. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to write that down. Yeah. <laughs> Is shiny object syndrome. Yeah. Yeah. I love a shiny object. And I know, Rosie, you know, we, should, we could start a shiny object syndrome anonymous kind of or recovering shine <laughs> something like that i like it we yeah. are we are recovering we are recovering i think we're getting better i think we're both doing much much better these days yeah uh so yeah what, what would happen for me is that i get all the excitement and the juice when there's a new project or a new business so i started lots of businesses even though this is my 18th year in business I've reinvented the wheel a million times mm. because once things started to feel like I was on the treadmill or, you know, things were getting repetitive or, you know, I was starting to do really well in the business, I would get bored mm. and that boredom or I would get burnt out and exhausted and just hit a wall and go, ah, I hate this. I'm going to do something else. And I'd find something else that looked exciting and new. And so I would chase those shiny, shiny objects. And that actually held me back because in that I wasn't even strategic in which shiny objects I was chasing. It was just anything looked shiny and new, even if it was not actually going to serve me or my business or my clients. So yeah, I've yeah. created now a shiny object syndrome flow chart, which every single thing, every new idea I have for the business or any team member has in the business, we put it through the shiny object flow chart. Ooh. to see if it passes. So I'm happy to give that to you guys for free if you'd like. Do you want to put it in the show notes? Yes, please. All right. Yeah. You have. Nice. Yeah. And, and this happened yesterday because uh, we're looking at ways to, um, new ways to start getting leads for our half-day workshops and the national tours that I'm running. And all, all the warm leads that I already have in my existing audience are st starting to dry up because I'm doing my fourth national tour you know, in a couple of weeks. Oh, I start on Monday. Oh. So um, but by the time this goes to air, I'm probably halfway through. Yeah. Last Monday. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever. Um, so yeah, we need a new source of leads. And so one of the things that I'm looking at is looking at Pinterest because that can drive traffic to the website. And as long as our landing page is converting, hopefully that's going to lead to new people, new bums on seats. Right. So I said, I was like, yeah, I'm talking to this person about Pinterest and I'm so excited. And Stevie's like, have you run this through the shiny object syndrome flowchart? And I was like, no, not yet. <laughs> so I did it. I did it. Yeah. And it passed. It passed because it does tick all the boxes that we need to in the flowchart. So not a shiny object because it's also not going to um, take any of my time. Someone else yeah. is doing it for me. I'm outsourcing the whole, the whole thing. The whole shebang. I love the that. The whole shebang, baby. Someone else is working on my funnel. Someone's working on my Pinterest. Like I'm not doing any of that stuff yeah. because I would rather just like scratch my eyeballs out. Yeah. Yep. So that, yeah. So one, one of the things that, that um, I do see, well, I did that for a very long time and I do see a lot of people where they say, you know, Oh, I've got, I've got a few different businesses. Um, and and we, we, there's two ways of looking at it. People go, oh, well, that means that you're an entrepreneur. Um, but for me now, and I used to think that, for me now, I think, oh, you haven't found your zone of genius. You haven't found what, as yeah. Renee calls, it hasn't found what juices you. 
um, and keeps you focused. And so you dilute, to me, it's like you're diluting your efforts. Unless you're so high up that you've got massive self-sufficient teams running these different things, if you're... Yeah, unless you're Richard Branson, right? He's got teams running all those shiny objects. Yeah, and so and he can afford now to do all that. But if you're on a lower budget and you're d- dividing your attention for a d- few different things for, you know, shiny object syndrome or because the next one's going to make the money that you need, you're diluting your efforts and you're doing the hustle, the hustle that we hate, working yeah. hard and not smart and being exhausted and doing the whole, yay world, I'm busy, that means I must be doing something right instead yeah. of, yay, well, I'm healthy and, and content with my life and excited about my work and excited about my not work, which yeah. to me is the definition of success. Yeah. Yeah, we had to revise. I think we both had to revise our definitions of success. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, because yeah, I used to totally brag about, oh, I work till 3 o'clock in the morning. Mm. Like it was a badge of honour. Yeah, and now I just go, why? Why? Why would you do that? Yeah. Why? When you can be like Rosie and work two days a week and have a six-figure business. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> or you could be like me and, exactly. you know, I work during school hours during school terms. Yeah, like, and school holidays, days. you're doing what you want to with the family. To yeah. me, a little while back I was talking to um, the VAs on my network about their definition of success and what they do to sabotage, like what you were saying, your, your self sub, what's your self-sabotage strategy? I'm going to use that now. And, you know, they were stopping themselves because, um, you know, they were referring to other people's definition of success and that scared them. So they're like, you know, well, if I succeed, I'm going to be too busy or I'm going to drop the ball or people are going to see that I'm a fraud. And I'm like, well, hang on, what's the definition of success that you're referring to here? Because that sounds like someone else's definition of success, not yours. Because your definition of success doesn't include feeling crap. Your definition of success feels... (laughs) Good. So there should be no fear around your definition of success. Yes. And that totally leads into, great segue, totally leads into my my mistake number two that people make, which is not playing to their strengths, being, um, yeah, looking at other people's definitions of success or business models that work for other people Mm. and thinking that that's what they have to do as well to succeed. And that's totally wrong town. Uh, I, I did this myself. Oh my God, it's hard to even say this out loud, but it was only like early 2017. It's not even, I can't even say it's two years ago. It's like early last year. (laughs) I started a mastermind, which is the dumbest thing I could possibly do because I do not thrive as a a supporter and a nurturer. What I I found with, you know, running a mastermind, we'd have these, uh, I think it was twice a month we had Zoom calls for the group. And then we also did quarterly in-person events as well. But what I really struggled with was because they were a mastermind group and they were paying a monthly membership fee to be part of that mastermind, I felt like I had to be present and hold the space for them in between those actual scheduled parts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that for me was the most draining, uncomfortable, revolting, like disgusting, nauseating feeling for me because I, I did not feel like I would ever do that well. Yeah. I, could, I felt like there was no way that I could ever live up to that, the expectation I had in my head of what that should look like. Yeah. And it felt completely draining. It was not playing to my strengths because my strength is I get in, I innovate, I create, I'm like, whoa, massive impact, exciting, let's do this fun thing and then get out of here. Yeah. I'm done. <laughs> Moving on. 
I'm going to watch you. I'm going to stand back and watch you do awesome shit in the world and thrive and succeed and kick butt, totally nail it. And I'm going to celebrate your successes with you. Yeah. But I don't need to be holding your hand because you're a smart business owner. Yeah. And that's, that's the way that I love to work. Get in, get out, move on. Yeah. Although, you know, and it's that that's your work strategy for your customers. It doesn't feel like you do that because you do celebrate their wins and you do cheer them on. It's just without an obligation to do so because they're not paying you this ongoing fee. And so it's more natural and more um, just, yeah, more loving because it's, there's, it's just yeah. genuine. I'm not doing it because I'm paid to. I know yeah. Yeah, there was this funny thing. Someone took a photo of me the other day of, uh, I, I was a guest speaker for Kerry Nelson who runs Our Place in Camberwell. If you're in Melbourne, go check it out. Um, and I was sitting there because I was a speaker, but also Kerry got up and did a talk and she ran through the four um, models she created in her signature system. And she was up there doing her pitch using her models. And I was sitting there watching her and someone took a photo of me. And I swear, like the look on my face is just, of it's like a mother watching a child do their first school concert is Aww. the look on my face. It's such just like pride and love and just, yeah, I do. I just, I do. I get so excited seeing my clients using their models and kicking butt with them. Yeah. Like that's, that's, that's it. That's, that's all I need to do. Like that's what that's, so that's, you know, why do I not have to chase shiny objects? Because that's my shiny objects. Now my clients are my shiny objects. Every new client is a new shiny object. Yeah. And that means you know, that I don't need to go chasing shoes. Oh, the shiny shoes, the shiny shoes. We got them in, <laughs> but we do like shiny. We like chasing shiny shoes. We're going to do that. We like you've got time to do that. I do have time to do that. But yes, yeah, my antidote now is I, that I don't need to find, chase shiny objects or get that buzz from a new business or a new project because I get the buzz from my new clients. Every new client has a new signature system to create. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's exciting to me. That's my shiny object. Yeah. yeah. And I've seen you in the room running it and you can tell that that is totally your shiny object. You know, it is your zone of genius. Um, you know, seeing, seeing that product evolve and then, you know, being implemented to me was just such a beautiful thing because it was spot on and it's delivering. And I'm going to get you to run through it briefly in a minute, because to me, the signature system is leverage. It's just, it is perfectly leveraged, but we'll get through the, the mistakes people make first. Um, because yeah, that, that's, um, when you're working on other things that were around the signature system, you're doing great. But as you've said before, you know, you were like, you know, this is good. This is good. <gasps> this is the best bit. And then this is good. This is good. And then you went, I'm going to get rid of the, this is good and just focus on this is the best bit and not fear the fact that you're not delivering all the stuff around it. Um, even though people need the stuff around it, they can get that elsewhere. As you said, you have your collaborations. Um, and then they, yeah, that's, that's not fearing niching at its absolute best. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you, it's so much easier to become the go-to expert in one thing. Yeah. Than just be a jack of all trades. Like. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Love it. What else yeah. have you got for us? Uh, so I would say that number three is trying to do everything yourself. So I held back. I held back on hiring my first team member because I was waiting until I could afford it. Yeah. And so 
yeah, I mean, I'm preaching to the converted here, really. Yeah. I know your audience <laughs> members understand the importance of hiring someone. And what I realized was once I did hire that person, suddenly I had all this extra time and all the, more importantly than the time is the headspace yes. to actually be smarter about how I worked and make more money. And so, you know, every new team member that comes in, I easily pay for them and more by the extra revenue I can generate with the time available. So, and the headspace available. So, yeah, and you're getting three things really, because you're getting the headspace, you're getting the time and also everyone's working on what they're passionate about. So the delivery is better and the marketing is better. Everything looks better. And so then, then, you know, you're doing all, you're ticking all the boxes because you've got the right people there to help you. Yeah. Yeah. And again, that comes back to another one of the ways that I avoid my shiny object syndrome because having the team members there means they take care of all the stuff that's in their zone of genius and plays to their strengths. So everybody loves their work in my my team. You know, I make sure I'm hiring people that are going to love the work that I'm delegating to them. Otherwise, like, you know, I don't want my team members to resent me or resent the work that they're doing. They need to love it too. Right. And so they're taking care of the stuff that's not in my zone of genius and doesn't play to my strengths, which means that because I'm only doing the stuff that is fun, Mm -hmm. I don't get bored. And I don't get annoyed and I don't kind of go, I'm over this, move on. (laughs) And everyone's doing what they think is fun, which is really cool. I love that everybody loves different stuff. And so the people on your team would think that the bits that you do are the definition of torture. Yes, they probably think some of the stuff that I do is scary. Yeah, and you love it. Whereas the stuff they do, you just go, oh, my gosh, poke my eye out with a fork. Thank you very much. Where's where's the corkscrew? And... They, but they just go, this is where I can just make it amazing and make it flow and make it perfect. And, and that's exciting for them. And yeah. then Captain Planet, hello, forces combined. <laughs> yeah. I have no idea what Captain Planet is, but I'm <gasps> Oh, all right. Well, I'll put it in the show notes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> totally going to do it. Captain Planet. Hilarious. All right. <laughs> uh, mistake number four then. Okay. Is, and this is almost, again, it just feels like it all comes back to shiny objects because this one is about people trying to create leverage by doing one to many before they've mastered one-on-one. <sighs> and I don't know if you see this happen so much in your industry, but you know, in where, where I, you know, circle with coaches, experts, thought leaders, everyone thinks the answer to everything is to create an online course. Yes. Uh, mm. If you yeah. can't sell one-on-one, you cannot sell one-to-many. If you cannot get results for your clients one-on-one, you will not get results for your clients one-to-many. Yeah, absolutely. Because that is so much harder. So until you can show me that you can sell and get results in one-on-one, you are not ready to do one-to-many. Yeah. I'm going to piss a few people off by saying that, but screw it. No, it's true. And you know what? I don't think I've heard anyone say it like that. And I, I completely agree. You can't, you can't do one-to-many, you, you know, because one-to-many needs to be um, a, a really refined formula where you know enough in there that you can feel confident to tweak and tailor your responses according to each person's situation. And you cannot do that unless you've done that plenty of times. So like with my mentoring, I do, I've done one-to-one for years. Then I started my smaller mastermind group and now I'm doing my online course, which is one to 20. 
um, and which I know you love. And that's because, you know, hello, signature system. Um, and if I hadn't done the stuff before, you know, when I'm talking to them and they're throwing different questions at me, I, I wouldn't be able to cope and I wouldn't be able to find, you know, you need to have a certain number of years under your belt as well to know um, enough of the pitfalls that can occur. You need to have stuffed up enough to be able to support them and and guide them. And people who I was talking to, one of my other podcast um, guests was Sonia Statman, and we are talking about this, how people try to coach without having fallen over a few times themselves and being able to pick themselves up. And coaching's the same. Coaching one-to-one is really tough and you'll find that people that you are teaching or people, you know, in the VA world who you're working with, some of them are not going to work. And yeah. you need to cope with that. You need to understand how that works because you're magnifying the possibility of that happening as soon as you magnify your numbers. Yep, exactly, mm. exactly. You need to have the runs on the board mm-hmm. and the experience to back up going on to many because when you're working one-on-one, you've got more freedom. If, I'm, if you're my client, Rosie, and we're working one-on-one, and I try a strategy and it doesn't work without even having to admit that to you. I can just gently pivot and ask another question and we can just go in a slightly different direction. And you're probably none the wiser <laughs> because in one-on-one, I could totally be flexible in my approach with working with you. Yeah. That's part of the learning process in, you know, and building up your experience and skills as a business owner. It's really, really, you know, you, you've, there's no way around that. There's no way around that except just doing it. Yeah. And until you've done that, as you say, like that's how you learn the lessons. You go, okay, well, this one, this didn't work with Rosie. So, you know, I could try it again with a couple of other people and see if it was a Rosie specific not working or actually if it's just a shit idea. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> you can you can start to learn that. You need the numbers on the board with working one-on-one with those clients to actually see patterns emerging on what works and what doesn't. Mm. Yeah. And then you can start to turn that into a signature system. So of course it comes back to this. <laughs> then you can, then you can map out a signature system based on s- some facts, based on your experience and having substance behind it to back it up. You're not just going, well, here's a seven st- step process. I've no idea if it's going to work or not because yeah. I've never done it before. Yeah. Or <laughs> I've done it for me and it worked. Um, yes. I see that a lot where people go, it worked for me, th- therefore it's going to work for you. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, no, that's not yeah. Doing it once for yourself is not enough. No. Um, and the only exception I would say to that, because I do see then, um, I do have clients who've been, you know, 25 years management consultants in corporate who come out. They don't need to necessarily start off working one-on-one because they've done, they've had all, a bunch of clients and experience mm. in applying their expertise in different ways. Just because they're someone else is paying their salary doesn't make a difference. I think as long, if they're using those same expertise and skills to then in their own business, mm-hmm. then that's my exception to the rule is yes, that, that, that it's those skills and experience from your previous employment are relevant and therefore, you know, you can probably shortcut and buy, or potentially bypass the one-on-one in your business. Yeah. Um, but remembering that selling that one-to-many is still going to be harder than selling one-on-one. But as long as you're willing to accept that and you're a genius at sales and marketing, good luck to you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Love it. So I want to ask you as well, because I love those, those four things because I see them quite often and, um, and if people are listening and they're going, oh, God, I do that, 
then you know it's it's a good thing because just being aware we're friends here because rosie and i've done them all too so yeah we've done them and i'd love to help people shortcut through those and identify earlier on that it just doesn't work because you know we're hearing everybody saying that this is the definition of success and you need to be an entrepreneur and you need to have the hustle and that is such bullshit it is such bullshit i'm calling it and um they are they are mistakes that they they just don't work if you want to be you know raising a family and running a business that you love then you've got to you've got to twist the way that you think about it i think yeah Mm. totally totally one of the things I did this year that was really great for leveraging and it helped me just get my book out, which I'd been procrastinating on. So for like, you'd be horrified by how long. Go tell um, me, tell me, go a minute. Okay. So there's, there's a section in it <laughs> where I had to rewrite it three times and it was like, it started with, um, so I'm, you know, in, in the, the text I'm talking about where I'm at and, and what my business looks like at the time. And I started and I am at a gym, um, like a kid's gym, and I'm heavily pregnant with Ella, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then I rewrite it later where Ella is born and Ruby has just started prep. <laughs> and then when I wrote it again, I'm like, oh, my God, my child is turning four soon and the other one is great too. Rosie, this is unacceptable. Four years, years in the yeah. making. Yeah, ridiculous. Rosie Shilo. And then when I decided... I did not believe you had procrastinated in you. <laughs> oh, I'm I do. shocked. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I should give everyone a moment. Yeah, I'm going to take a moment. It needs a moment to sink in. Four years. Four years. It's not like you haven't written a book before. I thought the first one was harder. Um, I don't think it was actually. I think the first one was okay because I, um, it's 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 uh, easier content. Um, and the second, I was like, oh, this is more advanced stuff. So I was kind of freaking out about. I'm like, oh well, you know, this is where I've got to really go. You know pull out the, the big guns and make it have more content and be have, you know, those questions answered that the, the VAs who have been in business for a bit longer are going to throw at me. And so it was a little bit more nerve-wracking. And so um, I'd just been putting it away, putting it away, and I'd been chipping away at it, but it had never been a massive priority. And then I did your signature system um, course and, and then I had my models and I had all of, you know, I buy, before I did the signature system, I gave myself a couple of months to sit down. I wrote most of it in a cafe down the road. Um, it's proudly sponsored by A-Team Kitchen in Watsonia. <laughs> they've, <laughs> they've got a copy. I've given them a copy to say thank you for helping me write my book. And um, I just got all of my content out, but I was still unsure how to lay it out. And then when I saw that you were doing the signature system, I kept on throwing my content into it, knowing that once I had that signature system, I'm going to be much clearer on how to format it. And it was so true. So I did the signature system stuff, which I went in there thinking, how can I make a signature system that's unique to me? I really didn't know how that was going to happen. And it did. It absolutely did. And I came home and I had the skeleton for my book right there and I put all the bits in the right spots and then I started laying it out, making it look pretty and that was it. So that was such an incredible way of leveraging, you know, like a couple of months instead of, uh, well, it could have been even less than a couple of months instead of a couple of years. 
And then, you know, earlier in the year, I had said to people at the Australian VA conference, you know, I'm going to do this podcast. And I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. What, how's it going to look? And I'd written notes and potential guests and it never happened. And then I did, again, did the signature system and went, all right, sweet, let's get started. And just, just did it. And I've been doing that, using that system and, and having the confidence around knowing what I know in the system. So the system showed me what I know. And it allows me to show other people what I know. And I was able to implement so much more on my two days um, than ever before. And I've always been quite productive apart from that book procrastination. <laughs> and I was, this year I've just chucked out so much more content than, than ever before that I want you to tell people what it is that this leveraged uh, signature system is so that, that, that it's not a big secret to me. I want people to know. So please. What is it? I will share away. But, you know, you're touching on a really huge benefit there, which is that focused clarity. There's nothing like a signature system to give you that clarity because now you know that if I see you doing anything outside your signature system, I'm going to come whip your ass. (laughs) Because if if you try and, and this is another way, again, avoiding shiny object syndrome. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. If you're looking at something that doesn't fit inside, inside your signature system, it's one of two things. Either... Your signature system needs an upgrade. That will happen sometimes, but not every five minutes, like maybe every couple of years, (laughs) you know, every couple of years is probably more likely um, to upgrade your system. So it's probably, you know, if you're chasing a shiny object, it's it's either system needs an upgrade or you're self-sabotaging again because you're chasing something down a rabbit hole that is actually not going to serve you. Yeah. So focus F back in. I'm censoring myself. Good work. <laughs> yeah, I know. Amazing. Uh, focus back in on your signature system. Stay in your lane. Do that well. Stick with your zone of genius because you will accelerate your results if you do that. So, yeah, focused clarity is just one of the biggest, hugest benefits of, yeah. of having your signature system. Um, and then, of course, as you talked about, you know, is, is all the content. Like you will create super fast content once you've got that system done. Like you will write a book. You'll be able to pump out podcasts, uh, blogs, vlogs, whatever it is that you want to do. It'll always be faster with a signature system. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, that's going to actually mean that you can be consistently on message and people are going to know exactly what it is that you stand for and what it is that you do. And so you're going to give, get a massive boost in your credibility. It's going to be like, yeah. bam. Yeah. You before your models, you after the models, equally worthy of that credibility. The only thing that changes is the perception in the outside world. Yes. Because before the signature system, only you can see it in your brain. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Which then translates into clients and cash. Yeah. Look at you with your own system right there. I love it. I, I know. It. So just for those, just yeah. for the, uh, the the advanced players playing along at home, that was me running through my yes model. <laughs> <laughs> because the benefits. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> system. And the shooters go nicely. That's that's one of the cool things is that when someone says, someone asks me on a podcast interview, what are the benefits of what you do, or what are the keys to success, or what are this, what are that? All I have to do is remember my four pictures. That's it. So the signature system thrown again. The signature system is four pictures. The signature system is four pictures. So a signature system is basically your unique methodology. What is the way that you work with clients to get results? And there are four different um, types of pictures that we can create to actually make that a complete set. Mm -hmm. So I can run through them and there's a very sexy 
acronym to help you with that, <laughs> which happens to be S E X Y. <gasps> it's so sexy. I know. <laughs> and you know, you can just imagine the also the shape of this visual model is an hourglass, so it is very sexy. Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, people who are just getting audio only are missing out here. They really are. Mm. <laughs> come watch the video yeah come watch the video YouTube Rosie's making eyes at me <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <laughs> alright back on because it's just getting sorry, too sorry, sorry. back on track back on track <laughs> yep okay so the S stands for the success model yes and the success model is all about what are the key ingredients your clients need to master to achieve success so yes so for my clients who want to be leveraged and loving it they need to have focus and clarity. They need to have a signature system. They need to have products and packaging, team and collaborations. They need to have systems and automation and sales and marketing. If they have those six things, they will be leveraged and loving it. Yep. So those are the key ingredients that my clients need to master. So you can think about for your clients, what are the key ingredients that they need to master to achieve success? So that's the first model. Yeah. Good. Number two is the educate model. That's our E. Mm-hmm. And the educate model is all about the action and the doing. This is, you know, you want to be using verbs in this model. So this is, um, firstly, you need to know who your ideal client is to do this. Where does your ideal client start out? What is the problem that they start with, the, the scenario that they're in? And what is the outcome and the result that they want that they're willing to pay for? And then what are all the steps that they need to take to get from A to Z? Yeah. So it's all about the doing. Well, first they do this and then they do this and then they do this and then they do this. And it might be, you know, for the VAs listening that your client might do it, but also you might do it for them. Yes. So there's going to be a combination of that, right? Some of it will be, it'll be done by the client. Some will be done by you. Some will be done together. Some will be done for them, blah, 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 blah. Yep. But it's all about what are the actions that need to, ha- need to happen that need to be taken to get from A to Z. Yep. All about the doing. That's educate. Number three is the excite model. And yes, I've had a creative license there because that's my ex, yeah. right? But I was very attached to sexy. So we can all suck <laughs> so it up. Yeah, I love it. I think it's great. Yeah. So the excite model, this one is all about inspiring and motivating your clients to take action. And I kind of liken this one to the hero's quest or the hero's journey. Though This is showing your clients what is the typical, what is the typical journey for someone just like them? What are the stages that they go through from the beginning of the journey to to the successful end that they aspire to and showing them the stages along the way. So that's your excite model. Yeah. Yeah. And so my model actually goes from um, startup to leveraged and loving it. So it goes startup, progress, maxed out, transition, leveraged and loving it. Yeah. That's my five stages. Yep. So I can use that to tell a story uh, and to illustrate my own story, but also to, I can use it to tell my clients' stories as well because I've seen my clients go on a similar journey as well. And so the idea of that model is that your clients will do a self-assessment. If they're your ideal client, they'll look at that and they'll decide where they're up to on that journey mm-hmm. and where they want to be, hopefully at the top. Yeah. And they'll then, then they'll see a gap. And when they identify that gap, that motivates them to want to close it. That's, that's our human nature. That's what we want to do with the Excite model. Mm-hmm. So that's just like your clients see that and they go, yes, can you show me how to, can you show me a shortcut? Can you show me how to get there faster? Mm. Like, yes, I can. <laughs> that's what I do. I get you there faster. <laughs> that's, that's the Excite model. Yep. And then the fourth model is the Yes model. Yes. And the Yes model is all about having your clients saying yes to working with you. And this is purely about showing them the benefits. What are the benefits of working with you, of going through this process, 
why. It's answering that what's in it for me, why question. And I kind of went through my yes model earlier when I talked about what are the benefits of creating a signature system. Mm. I talked about the focused clarity, the, um, the famed credibility, the fast content, fabulous clients, fantastic cash flow, and fun celebration because everyone's a winner. Yes. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. So that's it. it. That's your four different model types that you need in order to create a signature system. Yeah. And, and it's, it's, you know, it doesn't take forever to do because you've got your, your, you've got your system to make it so people can create it. And you've got the, um, you know, that your zone of genius is helping people come up with those systems. It's, It's amazing to watch. Um, and then once you've got that, it is it is just a much smarter way to work. It is a really great way of streamlining and leveraging the way that you deliver your content and communicate how that content's going to be delivered. Because one thing I'm talking about all the time is about communication and easing people's fear around what you're going to deliver and how you're going to deliver it. And this really resolves that. It really does. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it really does. Like you've got the, I mean, the educate model is not, that's not an exciting model. It's not a motive. The educate model, you know, where it shows the step-by-step process, the roadmap for your clients. That's actually the opposite of creating excitement and emotion. That's actually, that's all about grounding and giving them the, um, the certainty they need to make a choice, to go, to feel safe. Yeah. The educate model gives them safety. Then you've got your, your excite model and your yes model is all about then that's that's the you know emotive exciting kind of woo let's do this kind of stuff but yeah you've got that balanced out with your success model which actually gets them thinking about what they want and 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 how you know where their gaps might be in terms of mastering success um and they educate with that grounding like yes we've got this there's a very clear strategy here there's a very clear step-by-step system it's not just going to be random where this person's going to like throw something out at me that they looked up on youtube like there's actually a process (laughs) yeah (laughs) you know what i mean like it's there's the each model has a specific purpose yeah and and as you said certainty is one of the things you need to have certainty and feel safe to hand money over to somebody that's just a given so and it's it's just brilliant i love it so um what i'd love to share with people in the show notes is your your free online course that you have totally gives them a test taste test of what it's kind of like and that was the first thing i did to get an idea of it and i went yeah i need this i want this so i'm going to share that in the show notes if that's okay please do yeah shareyourpassion.com.au forward slash free training oh can't get any better than that thank you So on that note, um, how hilarious is the story of my life that I run, you know, Facebook lives or podcast episodes where the key message is either completely, I provide a complete online here and now example of what not to do. And today, (laughs) today was about leveraging my time and your time. Lucky we're good mates. We can do this. Um, we can we can do the whole interview twice, no we problem. We can, and we made it fresher and even better the second you time You owe me around. a massage, though. All oh, right, I can, yeah, I'll send someone over. We can do this. I outsource. <laughs> but I'll be there. I I'll, I'll that, give you, to be honest. I'll give you eyes while they're massaging. <laughs> On that inappropriate note. Yeah, it's going to take a bit to edit this podcast, so you may see it in about six months. <laughs> Just keep them completely un- unedited, just like Twitter and all. Wow. Maybe actually I'll do an uncut version. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> that will. Leave it with me. <laughs> Thank you so much for your time, Renee. As always, it's been an absolute blast.
<laughs> thank you so much for having me. Hey, 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 thank you for listening to the Virtually Yours podcast, Outsourcing Mysteries Exposed. Between now and our next session, I know you're going to be hanging out to take some action on outsourcing in your business. So head on over to virtuallyyours.com.au and you can download some information there about the best ways to outsource for business growth. If you're a virtual assistant, make sure you join us. We have an amazing virtual assistant community at Virtually Yours, Aussie VAs connecting and helping each other grow. Have a fantastic day and I'll see you at the next podcast.